0: Okay. If I were a Jew
1: If I were a Jew If I were a Jew Is the name of this show that you're listening to If I were a Jew
0: From two fools Yeah I just don't know if I should trust These lying Jews But they've helped me before And
1: I need help some more I need to know what to do I need to know what to do Oh, if I were a Jew Show Yeah Whoa If I were a Jew show Very nice. It's funny, he said his name is Martin, but then he said, My name is Martin. I'm not anti Semitic. I just like the show. (laughs) Shout out to the Helmet Boy, the little fucker. So shout out to the Helmet Boy, I guess.
0: He sounded kind of like a Scandinavian Mumford and son, don't you? Yeah, yeah.
1: I think he was trying to do like Queen, like Freddie Mercury, I want to break free, style, if I were a you, style, if I were a Jew. Style. So it was like a parody of a satire of an anti-Semitic rant, and I loved the hell out of it. Yeah. How was, I should say we're recording this basically in real time. We are, it's Sunday, December 30th. We're just going to record and upload this shit ASAP.
0: New Year's Eve tomorrow.
1: New Year's Eve, Eve adam's eve the penultimate new year i haven't seen you since you drove across the country then went up state went to connecticut basically two weeks of constant moving yeah was it insane was it fun was it easy was there any funny story that happened were you mugged were you robbed did you run out of gas in a funny way
0: um there was it was pretty insane i would say i um i guess like immediately the first 20 minutes into our road trip um it it became very clear that the the suspension in my car was uh was dangerously bad
1: (laughs) you never want to find something out one step into a marathon
0: yeah so and i i like got my car tuned up uh i it was there was a problem with the starter um there was the brakes were real worn I got it like a, a full tune-up, and I went to the mechanic, and I was like, I'm just, this is when I was picking it up, and I'm like, I'm just trying to get it to drive across the country. He's like, you're doing what?
1: <laughs> I'm just trying to get it to do the hardest thing a car can yeah. do. And just was like, get me to the point where I can do the hardest thing that the car can do.
0: He's like, you're driving it how far? And I was like, uh, about 3,000 miles. And he literally said, H- oh, shit. <laughs> oh shit that's really far oh shit Um, 300
1: miles no no no, three thousand miles oh no
0: and i told him he was like i didn't not tell this to jill but he was i was like what are the what are the odds what are the chances i can get across the country and he was like 50 50
1: wow that's not bad actually
0: uh yeah so that was (laughs) so we're driving leaving la and the car is like it's wobbling almost like a like a rowboat adrift in the ocean.
1: <laughs> and it's like one of those things where like, is the is the street fine? You really just hope it's the street.
0: Yeah. I was really hoping it was the street, but it was so very flat. And And we were, like, rocking back and forth like we were getting hit by waves.
1: So I don't know anything about cars. What is suspensions?
0: Um, I mean, I don't know anything about it really either. But I think the idea is it's kind of like when you go over bumps, the suspension is supposed to um, cradle your car in a Uh, way that, like allows like the wheels to go over bumps without you really feeling it that's right uh, like a steady cam yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) so i didn't have that every time every time we went over a pebble it felt like we were going to be thrown from the truck and end up in a ditch we felt every
1: bump (laughs) Instead of like a spring in your step, your legs were stiff the entire time. So every time there was a slight uptick, you felt it through the car up your ass into your spine. Correct, Into your jaw. Into my, yeah.
0: <laughs> White knuckling across Kansas, which is really supposed to be just like put a brick on the gas and you can go. It's straight. But I was, I was constantly afraid that we we're going to get knocked off the road, which, um, and Jill's like a good driver, but she's never driven a car that was as old or bad as mine. Yeah, a boat of a car. So I drove literally the entire time. It
1: was a bad car.
0: Yeah, it was a bad car. I mean, it well, a great car. I love my car so much. Uh, the, my car did an incredible job, um, all things considered. I was a bad guy for making my car do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you basically. I don't blame the car. The car. Is you basically great. hopped on your great uncle and you said, "Let's run a ten k." <laughs> Go Giddy on, Morty. Give me up, Morty. <laughs> up, Morty. <laughs> it's just Marty drag. <laughs> and drag. The other thing, like
0: um, when we were, so we had to. Part of our road trip was over the Colorado Rockies, and I had my like. I had my my foot was cramping because I was giving it so much gas trying to get it over the mountain and it was topping out at like forty two.
1: Yeah. Slower than isn't there like a speed limit, but in the opposite. The minimum direction? was forty. It yeah. was forty. <laughs> <laughs> a speed minimum. Spe- I was barely going the minimum. Uh it really felt like at any moment I could just start rolling back down. Was it was it ever a point where you're like, This is not worth the stress, let's just park park the car kill it and take a flight or something um no it was always it was always gonna
0: it was always all right but there were times when i was like uh, our eta says we're going to be getting here at 7 30 but like i know it's going to be closer to eight because i have to drive five miles per hour slower than <laughs> the speed limit which is what the the uh traffic estimate is based on
1: yeah, there should be, like, a ways thing that says, like, actually, I'm going 42, yeah. not 65, so adjust shit. the ETA accordingly. Piece of shit car ways. <laughs> and then you get to the other side of the country, and you sort of, you get to a pier, you look into the water, and then you nod, and you put the cinder black cinder block on the gas pedal and just send it into the ocean, right? That's like yeah. the final the Viking funeral for your car.
0: I gave my car a Viking funeral. I lit it a, i lit it a flame and I drove it off
1: a pier in New York. <laughs> All your stuff's still in it. <laughs> shit shit shit. Fuck. Actually nine one one. Somebody to... did something fucking so stupid to my car. I'm
0: trying to blow out the fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had a similar um but less um, high stakes version of that story. When my car uh, was being tuned up the other day, basically, I took it in because, you know, the, the wrench light turns on like 5,000 miles ago and I'm like, I'm sure it's fine. Nothing's that bad with the car, it still feels fine. I'm leasing like a 2017. So like you, how bad can something You had the check be? engine
0: light on for 5,000 miles?
1: Yeah, it wasn't check engine, it was a, 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 a wrench. Which seemingly was just like general maintenance. Got it. Like it's due for a. Yeah. An oil or a tire or something or other. Um, And also like the, the tire pressure light is on for several thousand miles. I ignore these little warning signs like a stubborn man. Just like whatever. It's fine. The car can still move. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I take it in because I get these, I get these coupons in the mail. That's like $30 off your oil change or $20, 20% off a tire alignment. Again, I don't know what these things are, cabin filter, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I, I bring it into the dealership and I'm like, basically, yeah, do whatever it needs. I don't know. It's been 15,000 miles. Does it need an oil change? Does it need this? And they're like, yeah, um, we'll give it an oil change for sure. And then we'll take a look at it and let you know if you need anything else uh i'm like okay great i'll be back in an hour i come back in an hour and he says <laughs> he's uh, crying yeah <laughs> we tried to fucking save her it it wouldn't take <laughs> we had to
0: viking funeral the bitch man
1: how uh he's like so the there was a nail in a tire the tire failed the alignment test you need to change your cabin filter and the air filter is also bad do you want to change the stuff And I'm like, "Uh, how much is that? Because I was like, I knew the oil change was 79 down to like 49. He's like, that's another $180. I'm like, okay. um, How do I know? That that stuff actually happened. He's like, I I mean, I can show you the paperwork. He shows me the paperwork, just numbers on a piece of paper. I don't understand any of it. Uh, My friend was texting me. He's like, try to like haggle with him, try to like go shop around. I'm like, I don't want to do any of this stuff. Sure, fine. You could do whatever you want to the car. I gave him another like $230 and then left. I don't know what they did, how they did it. Whether I can do it online for free? Yeah,
0: I don't know that shit either. That like every time I go to, I always get my oil changed at like Jiffy Lube or Valvoline or one of those things. Right, and they like pull out a filter, like my air filter, and they're like, "This is what it looks like. You want to like you want a new one?" Like I don't know. Like maybe they're <laughs> maybe that th- it's next to the engine, so maybe they got <laughs> that gets instantly dirty. And you're just counting on me being stupid and being you're like, right.
1: yeah, that looks brown. It's like, I want basically, the clean one. it's basically a stupidity tax I have to pay for not doing any homework. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm a comedy writer. Uh, sure. Yeah. Change the cabin filter, I guess, because I don't want to stand here and Wikipedia what a cabin filter does and how to change I it. I don't have the time. <laughs> Here's, here's five thousand dollars i'm gonna bring my car in every year till i die and i don't want to think about this anymore you're <laughs> you know really emasculating me
0: <laughs> keep the car i'm gonna do uber
1: <laughs> fuck shit uh, all right, enough catching up about our shitty ass cars. Although you're uh, going to keep your car, right? Yeah, I'm going to keep my car. I
0: th- yeah, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I went back and forth, but she she got me all the way to New York. I kissed the hood of my car, and I I just I realized I I love it.
1: I'm, everything, everything at this point is just gravy, right? Like you can't ever expect it to do anything. If it dies, it's like you're not surprised. You're happy at this point. Yeah,
0: she led a good life, a great life. This is that was her second trip driving across the country her third trip across the country when when uh when she did on the back of a truck
1: would you get a new car or would you uh just go until this one dies i don't think i would i think i'll i'll go until this one dies um
0: but i guess i'll like i i don't know i can't i wonder if it like dies on the side of the road and then i give up or is it like you know i I check how much the suspension is to fix and it's $2,000. And I'm like, that's pretty stupid. Right. Maybe I should
1: fix that. Yeah. At this point, everything totals it because a, a car being totaled is just more than it'll cost to fix. Like, yeah. it's the value of the car. Right. So if you even just like get a flat tire, it's technically totaled. Yes. And I mean, the engine is bad. I'm having the same problem with like uh, my dad. Like, uh, I don't know if I should just like continue keeping him alive at this point. Or like, cause he just, he's like, he's fine. He's healthy, but he like got a car And I'm like, should I just fucking push this old bastard into the ocean?
0: That's not the same problem.
1: Like, well, I went to do it, and he beat me up. He kicked my ass.
0: Okay, so that's even sadder. (laughs) I guess because it's like he abuses you, but also (laughs) you're so weak that he can do that. He weakened me. He's
1: weakened me, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you want him to die. All right, let's get to the questions. This is an advice podcast after all. Yep, yep. If I were you, last last episode of 2018, let's finish with a bang. Yep. Uh, This one is from a guy who's taking a train from L.A. to Portland. So we'll call him Marty. Very cool. Marty writes... Dear Jake and Amir, so for the holidays, my family decided to meet me on the West Coast for Christmas, and even went so far as to buy me a train ticket. I have never been on a train, so they told me to take. Uh, they told me to take a goddamn day. It'll take a goddamn day and a half to get to Oregon. I nearly lost my shit. I only live in the high desert east of LA. How is this fair to me? Anyways, back to the situation. Every time I travel, I make it fun by doing weird, random things. For an example, when I fly, I usually pretend I don't know English after I get through security. Well, on this train, I decided to switch it up by being overly social and talking to everybody more than a comfortable amount. I ended up chatting with this woman for most of the ride as I was going to Oregon, and she was heading to Washington. I made a backstory, trying to keep it believable. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, God, I'm melting. (laughs) I made up a backstory. You trying gotta change to keep, your air filter, dude. <laughs> trying to keep it believable, but also a little unique because I thought it was a funny thing to do. Mostly, I lied about just serving parole and how I was in prison a few years ago. I'm oh 25 now. I also lied about what I do for work as I am in school and my actual job is lame as shit. When it was time for me to get off the train, she gave me her number and told me to call her when I went back to California. What should I do? Should I tell this woman I did a nonstop bit for the day? Should I just ghost this bee? Or should I keep this fake life going and try to smash? Hey, <laughs> Don't limit your advice to these options. Please do give real advice. Thanks. Love, Marty. That actually does sound like something Marty would do. <laughs> just a nice, good old-fashioned bit between you and an unsuspecting other. Yeah. It's not really a bit when it's just a lie, right? have you ever done a bit
0: just for yourself yeah a bit takes two people going back and forth playing a game (laughs) she was getting to know somebody and you were being a liar
1: (laughs) (laughs) why don't you if you keep this bit up for the rest of your life it's not a bit The bit then becomes who you used to be, your previous life. The ultimate bit. Certainly that's happened before. Bit becomes life? Yeah, where it's like, I was just joking, 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 and now it's been a year, four years, eight years, and this is me now. I have a family. Bit is not over, and I'm dead.
0: Isn't there, that's like the theory about uh, Tupac, because he was like, he was an actor, and he like, uh, did, he was doing rap almost as like a role as a as an actor.
1: Oh, really? So you're telling me Tupac's rap career was a bit. I don't know if I believe it, but I do know that that's a uh, thing. That's really cool, isn't Drake kind of doing a bit too? Like he grew up to be he grew up as like a comedy actor, and then he's like, I want to try to be a rapper, yeah. and now he's still doing that rap.
0: His character in Degrassi, uh, White, wanted to be a rapper. And- <laughs> And then he he did what his character and DeGrassi wanted. I think the realest Drake is the
1: DeGrassi guy. Yeah, I remember meeting somebody who like happened to go to elementary school or high school with Drake and she was like, yeah, Drake was like, you know, like kind of like this wannabe rapper who just kept it going and now is the number one rapper in the world. But like if he ever runs into like an old high schooler of his, then they just don't respect him anymore. That's really... (laughs) Oh, Aubrey. I I don't even know if it's sad or interesting or funny. It's just Drake. (laughs) That's why he's Drake and you're not Anyway, what should this guy do? Stop the bit, keep it going, or ghost the bee? I guess I would ghost.
0: Uh, I, I probably would never meet up with this person again. I don't think you get out of it. I don't think you could be like, oh, yeah, I was being a, I was just being a coy little devil the entire way to Portland when you thought you got to know somebody that was wrong.
1: Okay. okay. Or if you are going to meet up with her, what you do is gradually admit to the stuff over time. Oh. So it's not like the whole thing was a lie. It's like, I'm down to meet up. Just so we're 100% clear, I didn't really go to jail. And then right. like two months later, that's not really my job. And then four months after that, like I don't actually serve parole. <laughs> and then by the time all the lies have been debunked, she likes the real you. Yeah. It's a It's a cross-dissolved bit ending.
0: And also, or like you could be like, the real me is a guy that does these classic bits. <laughs> so next time we're on a train, I might be... Um, a vagabond uh, yeah. going to work in uh, uh, an oil field
1: in yeah. Eastern Washington. Or you do the, you say, okay, I'm down to meet you and meet up, and then we can meet my family. But when we meet my family, I'm going to do a bit. And that bit's going to be that I'm, like, a fucking student, and I tricked your ass into meeting them. They're going to believe it.
0: Yeah, you do, like, machine gun fire bits. She doesn't know who the real person is anymore.
1: Yeah, you're just constantly switching back and forth to the point where you don't even understand who you are anymore. You've led a double life. you
0: is just a bit.
1: (laughs) Suddenly, you've changed your name and identity. You don't remember who you are. That seems like the the plot to a mildly interesting movie a guy who leads a double life to the point where he's lied to himself and now he doesn't remember who he actually is
0: oh that's pretty cool it's, it's called, like the
1: guy in yeah in catch me if you can't yeah that's good liar 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 so it's mm. three liars he's lying to himself It's not a lie if you believe it. It's like basically the George Costanza thing where it's like, if you genuinely believe you're a different person, you are. Mm -hmm. And then he gradually does become that different person. We don't know who to believe because he doesn't know who to believe. Write this down. (laughs) Uh, Why? We're recording it. Oh, sorry. I got an assistant uh, in the last couple of weeks. Write that down. No shit. Yeah. I
0: can't believe that.
1: Edgar. You have an assistant named Edgar. Yeah, Edgar's four, and he's, that's know, not he's an, doing. That's a that's a child labor. <laughs> well, he's but. getting credit. He's getting. He's not, uh, pre-K credit? credit for what? Yeah, he, you don't he need doesn't have to do. He doesn't have to do shapes. This Where is semester? Parents? His parents are. His parents keep fucking calling me, so and I'm like, <laughs> they miss their son. <laughs> yeah, they miss Edgar. They do. They do, and I get that because he's incredibly affordable. Yeah. Well,
0: it sounds like you're you're. You have him working for you for pre-K credit, which isn't it's a real weird. thing.
1: People people say like having a child is expensive. Like Edgar is saving me cash.
0: I'm so surprised you taught him to write. So he's like, he's he's, no, he's, like, he's sort of, like court stenography. No, yeah, right
1: he's audio notes mostly. He has a iPad with a really thick pink case. <laughs> that's not very, that's yeah. not very tasteful, it's Edgar. Like thick, it's like thick, thick and plastic case so that he doesn't like get sauce on it
0: right does he does he get sauce on a lot of things
1: yeah Edgar Edgar's a messy little fucker but I love him nonetheless I don't hold think you should swear his dad <laughs> oh yeah earmuffs Edgar hold on his dad is calling me you,
0: you said earmuffs so
1: late like uh, you said the other hello, hello. Uh, okay bye Edgar's right. dad speaks Hebrew <laughs> no he doesn't I pretend <laughs> that I'm like an Israeli foreigner whenever he calls and, like I can't quite understand what he's saying
0: you're the man Blumenfeld.
1: <laughs> Wait till you hear my New Year's resolutions is to do more fucking bits like this. Um, All right. We got some more questions, but let's take a break right now. We'll be back for more Q's and A's after this. Words. Yeah. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show.
0: Indeed. Indeed.
1: Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website.
0: Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. fitness it's
1: nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a that's non-movement good. That's movement a, is anti-movement
0: yeah. <laughs> one anti-movement uh, i'll like have to be. check
1: it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more of a fitness now yeah it's more of a fitness nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A fitness, nah thing <laughs> yeah uh squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results Check out squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. Hey, Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a list. Little- <laughs> Mom, I'm coming. <laughs> <It was> gross. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what I do, and I think you should too, because we are going on tour.
1: We're finally hitting the road again. What we're finally and- doing is talking about these shows because uh, they're almost sold out and we haven't mentioned them on the podcast yet.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: Yeah, we sort of uh, recorded before we left and then promoted the shows on social media. There's only like 45 tickets left for the New York show. So we're announcing it now, a little late, and we apologize that March 7th in New York at Gramercy Theater, March 9th, in DC, uh, at the Black Cat, I believe it's called. Have we? Where did, Is that's not where we did the last time. Or no, is it? We've done Gramercy, we haven't done that Black Cat, the we, DC venue.
0: Yeah, but we've done Gramercy as part of a college humor show. We've never done it on on our own, a solo dolo, solo.
1: Yeah, we have NATO. Um, This is going to be like our first shows in
0: a year. Yeah, that's crazy. The last, is the last show that we did like in
1: Amsterdam? It must be. Edgar, do you have my schedule? The edgar give Hold him on. a break <laughs> give him a snack let him watch a movie he's eating yeah, a plum parents <laughs> he's <laughs> eating a plum and he's watching a cartoon oh that's adorable, <laughs> that's adorable. Uh, i guess it's it's been a 12 hour day so i feel for the kid jesus uh the tickets are available for both of those shows at jake again not a lot of tickets left for the new york show we're gonna sell that one out very soon grab them while they're hot uh where, where do people do that on um, Jake JakeMere.com or if I I think I put Tight. a links put some links there. Um do you have any New Year's resolutions?
0: Uh yeah, you know what? i i I I had like four, but I can't remember any of them except for one that um Which is I wanna, to write shit down. Which, which is to get myself an Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to learn how to lead climb. You want a what, how to who wear? I want to learn how to lead climb climb which is what um well you and i used to climb together um i i I still climb but i do bouldering right which you know bouldering is no ropes uh you got the pads you can top out or climb down that's right Uh, you don't go very high and then there's top rope those are gyms where you're you're on a rope uh you climb up let go and you get belayed down uh lead climbing is kind of like top rope but you you go up with the rope it's not secure to anything you secure it as you climb jesus christos so it's like it's um it's more like it's all the fear of bouldering it's it's kind of it's like a little fearful mixture but i like sport climbing i like going i like climbing outside with ropes um and lead climbing is kind of the way to learn how to do that And you're gonna do it outside? I would like to. That's, I guess, that's my New Year's resolution: to learn to lead climb and to do a sport climbing trip outside.
1: Fuck. Mine, uh, mine's gonna sound like nasty by comparison, right? Well, I guess that makes sense considering (laughs) you have a
0: four-year-old indentured servant.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit. And you want to kill your dad? I wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to do those two and then to read to read, uh, to read to read less. Read less. Yeah. I feel like that I'm so bogged hear, down into like this Twitter and the Instagram, and I'm like freaking obsessed oh. with social media. And oh, that's I'm like, good. so you want to so-,
0: so you want to like get off
1: social media? <laughs> no, like, I want to do I more meant- more of that, just because it's oh. fun to like be plugged in and online. But like, what really gets in the way is like this nagging feeling that I should be reading books, like books and magazines and shit like right. that. And that's that shit now? I don't like. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't shit, read I don't it don't now. Make- yeah. You don't read it, so you don't have yeah. to say you're
0: going to read less because you already don't.
1: Well, like when I'm watching like TV, sometimes there's like words on the screen, so like I'm doing that. Obviously, I want to do that. I want to read more like that. Like 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 if it's like a basketball game to score, read the score. What right. I don't want to do reading. is like yeah, I don't, don't want to like better myself. Why are you getting mad at me? <laughs> You're like, you're discussing your resolution, but you're shouting it at me. See, now Edgar is also like starting to like nod, disapproving. I feel like you're a bad influence on Edgar. Me? I really think you and Edgar are teaming up against me. And my New Year's resolution. Which you already said was. And I I hesitate. I hesitate to even say it now because I'm feeling a little bit on edge and and. And, like, you guys are attacking me for the ones that I have all right, already. Yeah. I You know
0: what? I am a little bit. So, like, definitely, actually, I would advise you to tread lightly because I feel okay. like I was going to
1: punch either you or Edgar as hard as I could at one point this year. That's
0: not a resolution. That's a threat. <laughs> okay. And yeah. making it against Edgar is actually quite illegal. All right. All, illegal. right. <laughs> all
1: right. Uh, Edgar's all crying, and you probably are, too. Oh, my God. This is so <laughs> fucked up. No, I'm crying. You're
0: you are crying. You're the only one. I don't even think Edgar's crying. I honestly would, I'd wager Edgar's not afraid of you at all.
1: Ah, he kicked <laughs> me in the freaking shin.
0: Get him, Edgar.
1: <laughs> Get him. Um, all right, let's uh, let's try to answer some more questions. We only did one so far. Um, okay. Oh, here's one from a lady in college. We'll yeah. call her, um, Sarah Lawrence. Great. Sarah Lawrence writes. I've been binging your show for a year, and I'm almost caught up. Love what you're doing. Anyway, I'm a 20-year-old female in college, and I've been hooking up with this guy for a month, and things are going great. Well, Uh not that great, because every time I sleep over at his place and wake up in the morning, I have a sore throat, stuffy nose, dry eyes, and a cough. It took me a minute to recognize that he uses down pillows and a down blanket. I'm incredibly allergic, and I've always been. So my question is, should I tell the guy that I'm spending the night at his place— um sorry should i tell him that spending the night at his place makes me physically sick can i bring my own pillow help what we have going on is pretty chill and it's starting to move on to something more serious love the girl who's not down with the down very good very very good what a sweet question it is a really
0: sweet question i can't believe she would even consider suffering through not having
1: a pillow (laughs) (laughs) yeah what do you say that you're constantly getting a cold just to avoid him changing his pillow for you
0: yeah you could he'll be happy to do that
1: yeah or or this is like a good test because if he's not happy to do that then he's a monster right this is a very very reasonable request you say i you know you know should you say can you change the pillow or should you say like hey uh i don't like Uh, that pillow i'm gonna bring my own and then see if he says no don't even worry about it i'll get you a new pillow or should she say hey i can't sleep over there unless you change this shit i think you would say hey
0: not i don't like the pillow because then it sounds like you you're high maintenance or something you say hey i am allergic to your pillows and comforter so we either have we either have to sleep at my place did she say that she has a place
1: yeah, she has a place. He has a place. All She's right, so we have to over.
0: S- we have to sleep at my place, or I can uh, buy myself a pillow uh, for your house. Yeah, so it's okay. like I'm. You need to change the pillows. I'll pay for it. Or if you don't want to change your pillows, we have to sleep here. Down is just like feathers, right? I think there's different kinds of down. There's like there's a synthetic down, and there's. A, The authentic down
1: yeah but like a bag of feathers is basically what his pillow is
0: right but then there's some it's not like necessarily real feathers it's like it's
1: faux feathers faux yeah so tell the guy but then additionally i think as a society starting now we should start giving the word down a different name like it's just a confusing name that it's also the material and also the opposite of up like oh. we can come up with something new. It doesn't have to be called down. Fluff. That's perfect. <laughs> you're allergic to fluff. But now we have to change the name of the marshmallow spread. Because right, we don't want it to be, be like the sit bl- spread. That could
0: just <laughs> be marshmallow spread.
1: Yeah, but it should really have a name like uh I don't know, up. So we'll call the marshmallow spread. Like you're stepping we'll up. call that up. No, that's harder. Don't or, write that down, Edgar. <laughs> Edgar, no. (laughs) Erase it. Edgar has a really cute small gun pointed at me. Uh, All right, next question. This one's a bit of a doozy, so see if you can wrap your cock around it. I'll be able to. Do we have another lady's name? Let's go college themed. Vassar. I like that. An all girls school, but (laughs) not really a name. (laughs) Vassar. Veronica Vassar. yeah. Right. I'm a 24 year old girl and I need your guys' help. One of my ex best friends catfished my boyfriend and tried to get him to agree to cheat on me. The cat, the catfishing friend is a gay man who was pretending to be a straight girl, disguised his number using an app, and began texting my boyfriend trying to get him to agree to sleep with quote-unquote her under the guise that she used to know him. My boyfriend declined the offer and ended up blocking the number after the catfisher sent nudes. The catfisher then proceeded to message our friend group behind my back trying to tell everyone that my boyfriend was attempting to cheat on me and then messaged me the same thing. My boyfriend and I were able to expose the catfisher to my friend group and I immediately blocked and cut all ties with his catfish friend. But here's the issue. Two of our mutual best friends both agreed that the catfisher and what he did was wrong. But they refuse to do anything about it and insist that their friendship with both of us continues as normal. The catfisher has not even attempted to apologize, even though the incident happened a couple months ago. Now my friend group continues to plan events and parties like we all used to and everyone invites everyone and acts like I'm the rude and distant one when I decline because I don't want to see the catfisher. These two best friends of mine have been my closest friends for the past 10 years and have always been such kind and considerate friends that they insist what they're doing uh, right now is not abandoning anyone. So I need some advice. What would you do in my situation? Should I turn my back on them and by extension the whole group and start anew? Should I pretend that the catfisher isn't there and try to function as if nothing happened? Or some other top tier plan that you fellows come up with? Please help. Thanks, love, Veronica Vassar.
0: Fuck, that's hard. That's really hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, this guy basically tried to entrap your boyfriend, and it it failed, but he still, like, tried to out him. You're yeah, like, that's it, right. He's, he tried he's, to hook up with me.
0: But it's still sort of winning on his end, because he he's going to get to keep his friends, and you might not hang out with them anymore. Yeah. So he gets—he's—but what that's wrong. I think— Two things. One, your friends are being bad. That's bad. They're being bad. Two, though, what do you like? If you turn your back and start anew, that's like, that is letting him win. I feel like, I feel like what you want to do is take a little ownership over this thing and like go to all the events, be confident, hang around, try to make the catfisher feel uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. You want to basically get to a position where he doesn't feel too comfortable but he seems like a crazy guy that doesn't give a shit he fucking tried to entrap your boyfriend failed and then it's like oh well all right on to the next at least i tried it's like whoa
0: Uh, you shouldn't have done that it's just really hard to like leave a friend group entirely like my instinct i do want to just be like hey fuck all these people they're all insane but
1: it's hard to find brand new friends Yeah, imagine you're in a friend group of four, like you and the Twinovation crew, and one of them really fucks over the other one, and then they're like. (laughs) (laughs) But do you ever have the person's back so much that it's like what they did? Like if Mike fucked over Dave so much that you no longer hang out with Mike, or you're always like, hey, Mike didn't do anything to me, so I'm fine with it. I I guess it would depend on what it was, but it'd be.
0: I mean, unless... I don't know. <laughs>
1: I I don't think I could... I don't know. Yeah, It's so hard. hard to take on someone's beef if they did nothing to you, but just did something bad to a friend. But Especially I, if you're closer to the friend.
0: Yeah. But then there's also... Like, this thing that he did was bad, but all, incredibly creepy. There, it, It's not just like, uh, hey, my this guy cheated on my girlfriend or like, you know, something like kind of like a one-off thing, stole some money, did something that was like a big no, no, but you can like get down to the root of it and figure out what was up. Yeah. He, he made this weird campaign where he took on a fake identity and tried to like, sow discord among everybody.
1: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) He tried to sow discord.
0: It's so batshit crazy that, I mean, I guess I'd, I'd want to keep on hanging out with him just to get, just to keep my eye on him. That's
1: cool. Yeah. You act like that shit gets you off, or you just switch it around. You try to do like some crazy maneuver because it's open season. You have carte blanche access to fuck with him back. This is war. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Some sort of intervention, some sort of catfishing. I vote you hang out and you're just, like,
0: confident. Like, you belong in the friend group and this guy doesn't. You know, there's a party. You obviously show up with the boyfriend. You say hey to everybody. And then, like, you say hey to this, uh, the catfisher. And you ask, like, you know, if, if the girl he pretended to be was named Phoebe, you say, hey, is Phoebe coming tonight? Ha, huh, uh, just that's kidding, good. you know. And, like, <laughs> move on into the next room. So
1: the best revenge is just pretending you don't give a shit about this
0: right. guy. Right. He's not going to take your friends. You're still going to be around with your friends, and you can just get, make snide remarks at him. That's what I would do.
1: I've never living like well, lost living.
0: <laughs> living well is the best revenge, as long as you can
1: be kind of catty about it, too. <laughs> I've never like lost a friend due to like one epic thing, like a fight that splintered a friendship forever. Have you ever like lost somebody because of a thing like that?
0: Uh, yeah, in high school, uh, I, uh, I lost a friend because of that. What happened? Uh, I, there was like a, it was between, it was over a girl, uh, and of course, yeah, I broke up a relationship and then chose to date the girl instead of trying to make amends with a friend
1: and that was it. (laughs) Still to this day, no contact.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it like, I think it, it wasn't just that. I think there was like other, other factors. Like we were going to college, we were like probably on different tracks
1: in our life anyway. Yeah, it was already splintering, so you just sort of kicked him further away. Yeah, I think now now in my older in my older life,
0: I I would I think I would try to work anything out with like my friends at this point. I I
1: I've, I've, I've like you're too chosen, you're in too deep. I,
0: yeah, I've chosen the
1: friends that I have. Um all right, last question. Yeah. This one's from a 21-year-old lady. From the Great White North. So let's just choose classic um British Columbian University, Emily Carr, University of Art and Design. Emily Carr. Whoa. And that's not like anything I looked up. That's just Did like, Edgar pull that? Edgar? <laughs> Edgar sort of saw where this whole day was going and he like fed me that line. He's really on top of his shit for a full. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: yeah he 's not four years old he 's just a four out of ten <laughs> I see he 's an ugly six year old yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right emily carr writes i 'm a twenty one year old young lady from the great white north i 've never been in a relationship and i 've only had a few drunken hookups while I was solo traveling in Europe a couple weeks ago, I decided that I was sick of uh, that I was sick of being a forever alone uggo and went on a tinder date to see if I could find a nice man. Little to no surprise, most guys were only looking for hookups, and I wasn't very interested until Mm -hmm. I got sick of it and gave in. I'm talking to this guy who at the time seemed understanding that I am not the most experienced, so we made plans to meet up. He came over to my house, and I started to panic. I was racing around the house moments before he knocked, and once he came in, I was a nervous mess. I started to sweat, so we just put on a movie and sat down. Prior to coming over, he said he would stop at any time if I wasn't feeling okay, but clarified the fact that since I, he was driving 25 minutes to my house, that he wasn't going to come over if we weren't going to do anything. So when he asked me if I wanted him to leave, I felt bad and said no. We started to kiss, so we went up to my room. Things started to get heated, and I was giving him a BJ, my first ever sober BJ, and I thought I was doing okay. I've gotten compliments in the past. All of a sudden he says, "Okay, you can stop now. I'm going to see myself out." and just walked out of my house. I texted him after, what asking him what happened, and he said, "It was bad. You were too nervous. I'm not interested anymore." I felt like an actual piece of trash on the side of the highway. I understand that maybe I wasn't the best, but I can assure you that there is some skill involved. Do you think what he did was okay? Would you ever walk out on a girl if she's not giving you that great of a BJ? Should I continue in my quest to find a good man that will treat me right? Or are all men trash? Thanks. Sorry for the long email. Emily Carr. Duh, good lord.
0: You you take the first stab at that one. That one makes me mad. <laughs>
1: well is anything he did good i uh, sorry is anything that he did fine i would say texting and saying i'm not coming over uh unless we're gonna do something is bad um
0: right. i mean that's awful that's a, a sign number one don't invite that guy over screenshot that make that your new profile picture like if you match
1: with this guy uh swipe left yeah uh stopping her in the middle of a BJ and saying you can stop now i'm going to see myself out that's i mean absolutely awful so <laughs> so psychological uh so
0: psych- psychologically damaging bad also yeah
1: texting and saying hey how was it and she he says it was bad you were too nervous i'm not interested anymore is that the worst of the three
0: i would say the first one is the worst of the three because that 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 set the tone for the entire thing when even she, when she was nervous, she felt too guilty asking him to leave. So she got herself uh, into a situation based on his, um, on his like, I don't know, framing of their hangout where she didn't feel comfortable saying no.
1: And then, um, would you ever walk out on a girl if she's not giving you that grade of a BJ? No, that's a trash move. He's a trash man. Do you think what he did was okay? No. But I wanted to answer this question right before 2019, because this can be a good New Year's resolution. It doesn't mean you should give up entirely. Yeah. Because not all men are trash. No, 80%. That's a lot, but it's not all. (laughs) How do you avoid trash? Like in the future, somebody sends you that text, Maybe you say, okay, never mind. Uh, I don't want you to come over with any expectations. Don't come over. Never mind. Leave.
0: Yeah. I think, I think most men are trash, um, but there are some that are so stupid that they let you know that they're trash really early. This guy did. That, this is, he's in like the 50%. The so say, say 80% of men are bad.
1: Yeah. Uh, I feel like 50% are like outwardly bad in a very noticeable way. Oh, that's a good New Year's resolution is to when somebody tells you that they're bad in a very outwardly noticeable way, cut them off right there.
0: Yeah. If someone tells you they're a piece of shit, believe them.
1: Yeah, I think that's a famous quote. Not with the piece of shit part, but the other part. Somebody tells you who they are, believe them. Hmm. Um, and uh, it's a good New Year's resolution for dudes not to be a piece of trash.
0: Yeah, there's like there's a, a small glint of hope even in this guy because he... I like to think that maybe part of him wasn't enjoying this b j because he knew she was nervous, and he said that, but there's a way to say that politely, you know, like you're not ready for this or you like I can tell you're not into it, let's not push it yeah like that's that's good behavior, but shaming also like saying that and and using
1: it to shame her is awful, yeah, not communicating that until she asks you also bad. Mm-hmm. So there's a sweet thing in here if you mine away all the garbage, which was stopping her when you realized she was very nervous and panicked before you got there. But what you did and how you went about it was bad.
0: Right. And you can't, like, you also did everything to make her nervous. So then right. you,
1: you can't be like, oh, this is
0: awful. You're <laughs> nervous. <So.
1: laughs> was it the ultimatum i texted on my way over that didn't help the situation
0: yeah fuck you you piece of shit
1: how about she sends us this guy's picture we'll put it up on our website that way we can sort of publicly out slash shame this individual um so that nobody else ever deals with him ever again now we're talking dude edgar write that down (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) <laughs> edgar we're gonna catch all the scum out
1: there <laughs> it's gonna be like some sort of robin hood but you mor- and me edgar morality uh all right that's it that's our time we gotta go we gotta go ring in the new year and so do you guys thanks so much for listening this entire not just this episode but this whole yeah, year party
0: hard tonight have fun everybody should
1: we tell people the big difference of this episode see if they realize see if they notice oh yeah um this is the first episode we had to record remotely. Jake is still in New York. We wanted to still record a podcast episode. So we're doing it using state-of-the-art technology, Facebook audio, and we're going to splice it together. FaceTime us... audio, not Facebook audio. Yeah, Christ. FaceTime audio. Let us know if you r- realize that. And not like in a cool way, like I knew something was off. I need I need the actual response I need some verified responses that say, yes, I realized, or no, I didn't. I couldn't tell at all. That'd be great. What do you think? Most people realized or most people didn't? I'm going to say most people didn't. Wow. But then yeah. we'll say that they did? hmm Yeah. because people, didn't, <laughs> people don't like to admit that they were duped, even in a passive, inconsequential way. That's right. Edgar, write that down. That's <laughs> <laughs> not that wise, Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you have seen Edgar if we were in the same room too? Maybe that tipped yeah, it off. That could have. Uh, either way, happy 2019. What are you going to do for New Year's?
0: Um, I'm going to go to, uh, I'm going to meet up with my brother, maybe Jeff, Dave, um, and we're going to go to Jill's friend's uh, apartment.
1: Classic apartment party. Oh my God. Classic apartment
0: party. What's your, What's your plan?
1: Uh, I'm probably not doing anything because the very next day, early in the morning, I'm taking a family trip. I have to get on a flight. So we're doing a first through the fifth trip to Arizona. No shit. Yeah. Where at? I'll give you the exact coordinates offline, but just as a little hint, here's the first two letters of the address. Never mind, I got to run, but one, two, <laughs> and then the city is F L. Uh, our Patreon has the full address if you want to tweet up and Only lead for up. the bastards. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who has been watching our Patreon videos. We're still making them. More uh, More, If I Were You content and more Jake and Amir. Watch Jake and Amir at patreon.com slash ja. And uh, again, those live shows that you can still buy tickets to for now at jakeandamir.com. Happy New Year's to you, Jake. And happy New Year's to everyone listening. Ciao, everybody. Uh, opening theme song was written by Martin. This closing theme song was this techno song shit let me pull up who wrote it edgar you piece of shit whoa sorry i shouldn't scream maddie maddie did a little boom bop head nodder jna intro theme song for dad so thanks maddie thanks martin thanks to you guys for listening we'll be back next year (laughs) (laughs) (gasps) ciao Do if I were you the only advice podcast on the uh, on the internet hosted by a uh, hosted by a uh, hosted by us I'm a mirror I'm a mirror I'm a mirror I'm a mirror I'm Jay I'm Jay I'm Jay I'm Jay question 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 I know never mind question
0: question 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 okay For the record I did answer the question I quit forget it forget it because you're dumb Forget it, forget it Forget it cause you're dumb
1: Forget it because you don't know what forget the Forget it f-
0: Forget it cause you're dumb
1: Forget it because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about Ass, ass, ass Stop saying ass so much Ass, ass You're using it as a
0: crutch Ass, ass, ass And it's not as funny as you think it is Ass, ass,
1: ass, ass, ass. ass.
0: Just go back to being the needy weirdo that you used to be, alright? You couldn't possibly know
1: The proof is in the smile, smile. Dipshit What? welcome to if i were you the only advice podcast on the on the internet hosted by hosted by hosted by us i'm amir i'm amir i'm amir I'm, I'm, I'm jay i'm jay i'm jay
0: forget it forget it because you're dumb forget it because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about
1: ass ass
0: that was a hit gum podcast